Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey everybody, this is Turk182. And I'm Akomi. Alright, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast, So Our Moms Think We're Funny. Uh, and today we are talking about, um, oh, actually a movie that uh, that we watched uh, a while back, but unfortunately didn't get a chance to podcast on it as soon as we wanted to. Yeah. So we're going to talk about it today. Oh, yeah. And that movie is Deep Rising. Yes. So Deep Rising is a teenage movie we saw on cinema. No, wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of the, the spy who sexed me again. No, Deep Rising is an is a awesome movie um, <laughs> starring Famke Jansen and Tweet, uh, Tweet, Treat Williams and uh, Sister again. All right. Beep. All right. And so we're going to be talking about Deep Rising. Deep Rising is an awesome movie starring Treat Williams and Famke Jansen. It also has Wes Studi in it. And uh, was it Kevin? What's his name? It's not Kevin O'Rourke, is it? Uh, um, sounds right. Yeah. I really don't remember the cast at all because they weren't people I knew from other movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's such a good movie though, and because it, it, it has a lot of good people in it. it has the doesn't it have the guy that played Kano from Mortal Kombat in it? Yes, yes, it did. And <laughs> um, it has uh, Jimon Hunsu was in it. Uh, he was one of the mercenaries. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then has, uh, shit, Jason. Oh, shit, what's the guy's name? Jason. I can't remember. But he's the guy from League of Extraordinary Gentlemen that played, um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's in telling it. me that. Yeah, so anyway, so Deep Rising is, uh, is this awesome movie, um, that was made by, uh, uh, see, it's not Paul W.S. Anderson. Um, Steven, uh, shit. He's the guy that made the mummy movies. Uh, yeah. No, I'm gonna have to look up his name yeah, now. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, Son of a gun. You were thinking of Paul W.S. Anderson because we also watched, uh, Event Horizon that weekend. Yes. We watched Deep Event Horizon. <laughs> and uh, it, it was, again, sounds, sounds like a porno, Wade. Yes. But, um, <laughs> oh, I love the losers. Um, Okay, and here it is. I actually started typing in Deep Event Horizon, which is just shows just, wow, it's not even that late at night either. It's just, can't, can't well, keep it together. Just a smidgen of drinking. It's just, just a smidgen. Yeah, it, just if, a if, we, amount, really. if we told people I, I, how much we'd actually had to drink versus like how much we're fucking up, right? They'd be like, what a bunch of damn lightweights. A bunch of pussies. <laughs> um... I've usually got a pretty decent, yeah. Kevin J. O'Connor. There we, there go. we go. Um, West Studio, who I already mentioned. Um, here we are. Jason Fleming. Yes. Oh, yeah. I actually like Jason Fleming a lot. Yeah. He actually, if I'm not mistaken, he's the guy that actually found, um, uh, let's see, the little baby Benjamin Button on his doorstep oh, and nice. took him in. Yep. There yep. he is. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Curious case of Benjamin Button. It really wasn't that curious. <laughs> oh, yeah. He plays a Zazel in uh, X Men First Class. Oh, cool. He's got this really cool episode in his transporter too. When he reaches into his pocket, he's like, "Hey, transporter, I got something for you." He reaches in his pocket and he pulls it and he flick flips him off. <laughs> it's just fantastic. Um, but I really like him and uh, as Jekyll and Hyde in uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, which oh, I yeah. love that movie anyway. Um, and then uh, it also has Cliff Curtis in it, who I actually really like as an actor. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, he is on. Uh, is it going to show it here? Oh, he's in uh, Live Free and Die Hard, which I as Part of the Die Hard trilogy, which I really do like. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, not the Die Hard quadrilogy, um, <laughs> oh, which I really like. The Last Airbender, interesting. Yeah, we're not going to talk about that. I think I, he, pla- I think he plays Ozai. I will never forgive 
Shyamalan. Oh, yeah, he did. He played Fire Lord Ozai. Yeah, I will never forgive Shyamalan for The Last Airbender. No. That movie was fucking abysmal. It was. It was just... Just horrible. Yeah. Um, And uh, Steven Somers. There we go. So who also did the Mummy movies and stuff, which is why Kevin uh, Kevin J. O'Connor is in it, you know, who's also in the Mummy movies and stuff. And uh, and then we have Clifton Powell. I, I, why do I, I... Something about this, him is telling me that he's passed away, Clifton uh, Powell. Uh, uh, go, go back up to the top of his name. It won't tell you there. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I they, this just have a full description of, like, the people, but now it doesn't tell you shit about them. Uh, anyway, yeah. But anyway, um, for some reason, I'm thinking that he's passed away. But... Uh, but yeah, so anyone who's never seen Deep Rising, let me tell you right now, it is an awesome movie. And when I say it's an awesome movie, what I mean by that is that it is so much freaking fun, dude. Yeah. Right, so Deep Rising is basically about this cruise ship called the Argonautica, mm-hmm. right? That is on its maiden voyage. It's this big, huge luxury cruise ship and uh, something happens to the ship and it becomes dead at sea. But at the same time, Treat Williams' character, who's like this kind of like boat for hire, um, has been hired by these mercenaries to go out there and capture and like basically pirate this boat in the middle at, at sea. And they get out there, and uh, when they get there, they find the boat completely empty. Yeah. But then you find out the boat's not empty. It's got something in it, and it turns out to be this huge, monstrous squid. It has these really wicked, like, mutated tentacles that travel all throughout the ship and everything else. Oh, yeah. And now they're stuck on it because their boat's fucked up. This boat's fucked up. And it's it's just so much fun. Oh, yeah. And, like, they don't, they don't have access to, like, the repair tools that they need because the squid's, like, guarding that, too. And so it's, like, really hard for them to get their stuff fixed. It's really, really good. It's... It's, it's you know, it's a monster chase movie, but it's a really good monster chase movie. Yeah, I, that, I think that's a really good way to say it. It's like, you know, if you're going to say, when you're talking about a movie like this, is be able to say, like you said, it's a monster chase movie, right? Yeah. So that really sets up, so you're like, this isn't a good movie at all, but it's a good monster chase. Oh, yeah, it's a good monster chase movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly what it is. Um, and I I love, I love the bits of humor that are in it, especially the ones that come from... Uh, Kevin O'Connor's character. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, he is great. Uh, and I just, a lot of that, especially when when he's always like, you know, bitching or whatever about something. And yeah. he calls me and he's like, and he's like, okay, fine. Well, I'll do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and of course, when he, uh, his his final scene with Wes Studi. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Should we spoil that? Should we just give like a little spoiler warning or just? Yeah, I, th- I think we can. I think okay. we can. So yeah, so spoiler warning. Which I mean, if you guys, if you guys have gotten this far into our podcast series, then you know that when we're talking about a movie, we're gonna spoil the hell out of it. Oh, well, we, we're talking about it, so we have to, right? Yeah, yeah, really. And plus, you know, it was like what late eighties, early nineties. Uh, early, early nineties, early nineties. So yeah, I mean, it's it was nineteen ninety three. It's yeah, it's past the the realm of uh, spoiler warnings. Yeah. yeah, so um so that that scene. <laughs> um Oh man, I don't remember any of the characters' names now because it's been like a month since we've seen it. All right, well, let me let me look up Deep Event Horizon again. And <laughs> <laughs> we can go over there. Uh it had a really cute Asian girl in it too. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved her. Yeah, she was nice. Um uh, There we go. All right. So we've got um we've got Tree Williams character 
who is John Finnegan, who they just refer to as Finnegan. Right. Famke Jansen's character, Trillian St. James. I really don't even know if we knew her name. Uh, no. And I remember us having that discussion. We were like, did they ever say what her name was? And I don't think they ever did. Um, the guy that built the boat, Anthony Held, who, who plays Simon Canton. Uh, Kevin O'Connor, who plays Joey. And it says his assistant's name is Joey Tooch Pantucci, but I never hear them call him Tooch. They just always call him Joey. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because even in the end, when they're like, Joey, he's like, fine, yeah. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so why give him a nickname that you don't use? Yeah. I have no idea. West Studios Hanover. Hanover, okay. Um, Hanover Fist. Yeah. Uh, calling Hanover Fist. Jason Fleming is Mulligan. Jaiman Hunsu is Viva. Please write these damn down because we're not going to go back over. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, Mamuli was Cliff Curtis and Clifton Powell was uh, Missouri. And then uh, <laughs> Trevor Goddard. T. Ray Jones, right? Ooh. And there he is. There he is. Um, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat as Kano. <laughs> Testramite. Cool. <laughs> now i i remember reading that he committed suicide but when i was watching the mortal Kombat thing um on cinemassacre yeah. i think they said that he died in some kind of like like you know other thing or whatever but it wasn't suicide but i remember reading that he committed suicide but anyway yeah. but yeah and it's weird like on this thing that we're looking at here the picture they show of him He's like all kind of clean cut looking and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's like, it's, it's almost like a, like a picture of like, he's like, you would find like a website, corporate website, you yeah, know? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's like, it's like nice like, blue background, suit immaculate and suit and tie. Yeah. You know, like, like it was a picture of like, you know, and you know, you know, our executive in charge of finance, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor T. Ray Jones Goddard. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, Anyway, so as you find out throughout the movie, uh, so once they all get on the ship and, you know, and treat William's character, which I mean, Finnegan starts to put things together. Um, and you've got, you know, in this case, you've got a bunch of kind of people working counterintuitive to one another. Uh, yeah. Famke Jansen's character, um, Trillian, is, um, she's actually a thief. You know, and the reason she was spared is because she gets caught in the very beginning and she gets locked up in like their pantry. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when the squid attacks, She's spared because she's locked away from everyone else. The bad guy, who's actually the guy that made the, that created the ship and all that kind of stuff, um, it's, uh, Simon Canton. So Canton, he invested so much money in the ship that it was never going to turn a profit. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be, you know, it's, it's, yeah, he was like, you know, like a, you know, half a billion dollars or whatever, but, even if they ran it every day at maximum capacity or whatever, it was never going to turn a profit. So what he was going to do was he'd hire the mercenaries to come aboard, steal everything they can. Then they were going to scuttle the ship and he was going to get his money back on the insurance. Yeah, yeah. And so he disabled the ship, stranded it at sea for the pirates to be able to find. But he disabled it at the wrong place. And there was this huge monstrous squid that then comes in, devours everyone except for him and a handful of people. Then, you know, Finnegan and him, and he brings the mercenaries there, and, uh, and, yeah, some shit happens, and then they're, like, the only way they can escape is to fix their boat, but they gotta get the tools off of the Argonautica, and, uh, and then the mercenaries just trying to go through with their plan, because they're mercenaries, they want money, but then they realize, well, wait, we can't really get any money, but then Canton was gonna, to, uh, double cross them anyway, yeah, and so, then just like you know, just shit's just going everywhere. Oh yeah, yeah. But throughout the whole thing, you've got Treat Williams just being completely kind of calm throughout it all, which was kind of interesting to see that he just stays this kind of like 
just relaxed character throughout the whole thing. Oh, yeah. He's very deadpan throughout the whole thing. Yeah. It's great. Uh, and then Joey is just very hyper. Uh, but anyway, so they end up splitting up into teams to try to do what they need to do. And Joey ends up getting teamed up with uh, with West Duty's character, who's the head of the Mercenaries, Hanover. Hanover, yeah. And uh, and of course, <laughs> I think I think what pissed Hanover off most more than anything was he got teamed up with Joey, right? And then when they encountered the Squid at one point, Joey grabs a grenade from Hanover's belt and throws it, but didn't pull the pin, right? And he was like, "You didn't tell me to do that." <laughs> <laughs> and wasn't wasn't Hanover like, "I shouldn't have to." Yeah, right. <laughs> So then um, they end up getting separated. And then when Joey finds Hanover later, he is in the process of being eaten by the squid. So the tentacles of the squid have mouths on it open up and like swallow everything. And then I guess it transfers it back to the main body of the squid. Yeah. And Hanover is in the process of being like swallowed up. And he's holding on to like this blackjack table as where like the lower half of his body is like slowly being like sucked in by the squid thing. And then Joey goes over to him and gives him a gun and uh, says, don't say I never gave you anything, right? Yeah. And uh, goes to walk away, and Hanover uses, like, the gun and shoots at Joey. He's like, you asshole! <laughs> <laughs> and then, by this point, the, the tentacle is, like, up to, like, his upper chest. Yeah, And he yeah. puts the gun to his head and pulls the trigger, and it's empty. <laughs> he wasted his only good bullet trying to shoot Joey. And that's a great scene. Oh, such a good scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and then of course the the scene with Joey when they're in the elevator, and then when they when they don't know what's going on, they just know that the place is empty, and they start finding like a like a like it's a little bit of blood here and there, but for the most part, it's all empty. And they're in the elevator, and the elevator like there's like something jumps and hits or whatever makes it bump, and then like the music starts coming on and it starts going, dun, 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 dun. and they go, what was that? And Joey just stops and listens for a minute, and goes, the girl from Ipanema, and it's like. <laughs> It's it's in the trailer for the movie, so if you watch the trailer, you'll see it. But that that was actually really funny to me. I love oh, that. Yeah, yeah that, that whole scene's good. But yeah, that, and the, the special effects are bad. They are Very. bad, right? <laughs> but it's okay. Yeah, it is. But because it's a monster chase movie. It is a monster chase movie. And so like, you don't watch monster chase movies for good special effects. You watch them for shit like Friday the 13th. <laughs> and we are talking about, you know, a movie from 1998, right? So it's not like they had the best CGI you know, out there. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, it's, uh, dude, it's, I, I love Deep Rising. I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, this movie is so awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really great. And they, and an interesting about this movie, right, is that they save the monster till the end. Yeah. Which is completely unnecessary because throughout the whole movie, they're being chased by the tentacles, right? Yeah, yeah. And tentacles, they're going all over the shit. They're, like, ripping up sometimes to the floors. They're busting down doors. Um, and uh, and then you get to, like, the uh, like the cargo hold of the ship or whatever, which is where you find all the bodies. So as the tentacles suck people up, I'm assuming it sucked them up and it went through the tentacle into, like, the main body, which then, I guess, as it went through, it kind of, like... Um, like secretions or whatever broke down all the stuff, like you know the flesh and everything else. Yeah. And then you yeah. just find like these like gooey looking like uh, goo covered bones. Yeah. Everywhere in the cargo hold, which is where the the squids come up. So it's gonna bust up through the bottom of the ship. It's trapped in like the big cargo section, whatever. And then there's all this like big sea of like goo covered bones. And then we see the squid, 
which is completely unnecessary because the tentacles are scary enough. Oh, yeah. yeah Seeing the squid <laughs> right, doesn't make the tentacles any less dangerous or anything else. So saving the monsters at the end is just like, okay, but <laughs> you've already given me enough of the monster anyway. It'd be... You know, that's that's like if all you saw in like a Friday thirteenth movie was just an arm and a and a machete. Yeah. Then in the end we see Jason like, yeah, but the arm and the machete, that's really the dangerous part anyway. <laughs> so now I see the hockey covered face, I'm like, Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I was already scared. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it kinda works because like seeing the squid itself just kind of adds to it because you're like, Oh man, you know, they can't fix the ship, everybody's dying left and right. Could it possibly get any worse? And then you actually see what the tentacles are attached to. And it's like, yeah. And it is a monstrous squid. Oh, it is yeah. horrific. And of course, as everyone kind of gets, you know, starts to die off and stuff. And, you know, because the squids, uh, the tentacles are getting them. And then, of course, you've got like the 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 last three people to survive and stuff. And and it takes a really interesting turn where um, the their ship can't be salvaged. The Argonautica can't be salvaged. They're stuck in the middle of the sea and nobody knows they're there, right? And so even if they make it off the ship, they're still going to die. Yeah. You know? And obviously they do make it off the ship and stuff. And uh, it's... Dude, Deep Rising is just... It's awesome. Oh, It's yeah. just awesome. And so I, uh, they came out with a special edition of this on Blu-ray. And I'm sitting there and I'm like at Blu-ray.com. And it's like, you know, like, you know, being released in November, you know, like Deep Rising, boom. I'm like... <laughs> You're like glasses cracking like dogs are <laughs> and I'm like Shh, I'm buying that special edition Blu-ray Deep Rising I think it's the first time it's been released on Blu-ray I was like shut up and take my money and they did oh they did well you know they didn't take my money they gave me a solid product that I loved that I was like I can't wait to show call me <laughs> it was worth every penny yeah so so yeah so Deep Rising so, and then we get to the the worst part about Deep Rising to me, the absolute worst part about Deep Rising is the ending. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, in the end of Deep Rising, and hopefully hopefully we're thinking about the same thing. End of Deep Rising, uh, Finnegan and Trillian um, get away, and they blow up the ship, and they, which kills the squid and everything. But they get away on a jet ski, and they end up... Finding this deserted island, right? In the middle of, you know, nowhere. Yeah. And, uh, and of course, Joey is dead because he blew up on the ship. And, because uh, I think he actually got trapped by the squids in one part. Um, and so it kind of, kind of cuts to the next day. You know, the, the waves are lapping up on the beach and you find, uh, Trillian and, uh, Finnegan and Trillian. And of course, the jet ski is out of gas, which it wouldn't really matter anyway. They're not going to get too far on just that. Right. And then, they, she's like, I see something. And then here comes Joey riding in on a surfboard. Not surfing, but like uh, like lying flat on the surfboard, just coming in. And it's like, I thought I was going to be dead. And the ship blew up. And then I almost got hit in the head by one of your surfboards and stuff. And so, and he's doing his whole spastic thing. And they're like, Joey. And it's like, fine, I won't say anything. And, and so they're like, you know, okay. And then there's a sound. And it's just like monsters are... And all the birds go flying away from the island. And then it just pulls back. And you see trees on the island being laid flat. As if something is stomping through. And you hear this noise and everything. And then Finnegan goes. You're like, now what? <laughs> so whatever's going on, right? 
is there's some kind of big creature on that island or big creatures on that island they're trapped on. It's not a very big island either. Yeah. And whatever created those apparently also created the, the giant squid. But there's no sequel. Yep, no sequel at all. And so it just ends <clears throat> with like, and you're like, okay, I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I want to see Monster Chase movie part two. Yes. And we've got a great lead in for it and we've got nothing. <laughs> we've got nothing. And I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't seen Kevin J. O'Connor in anything in a long time. I haven't seen Treat Williams in shit in a long time. Famke Jansen, eh, I'm sure she wouldn't turn it down for, you know, the right money, right? Oh, yeah. Everyone else is dead, so you really only need those three people back. Yeah. I'm sure you can get them, like, a, a I don't know, um, a $10, 000, $10 million, like, budget. Bam. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. G- give, me, give me my sequel. And special effects nowadays aren't, I mean, you you could use that $10,000 and keep, give me the same special effects from before, and, they're, and it's going to stretch that budget out a lot further. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, give me give me my Deep Rising sequel. <laughs> you know, I don't know what you would call it, because it would be Deep Rising. It yeah, would be, I don't know. I, I don't know, whatever, whatever. But uh, It couldn't really be called Monster Island either. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, you know, uh, uh, Monster Island Rising. Huh. Yeah, sadly, I would go with that. Monster Rising, Deep Monster Rising. Island you know, Rising. Yeah. Deep deep Event Rising, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> but Monster Horizon. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just, I I, I really like it. I love the, the, the lead in to, you know, a sequel that never transpired. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see the sequel for sure. And, and uh, Steven Somers has not done anything since the Mummy movies. <laughs> so. You know, I, I think a lot of that is, like, the studio. I'm, I'm sure that, like, the director and even the actors would be into doing a sequel. Probably. And I imagine that, like, the studio is just not going to let it happen. Okay, so um, Steven Somers wrote and directed... Um, the adaptation of Odd Thomas from the uh, Dean Koontz books, hmm. um, which starred uh, Anton Yelchin, I believe. Which um, his death is so tragic, I can't, um, I can't watch much Anton Yelchin stuff. Not because he was like a great, uh, like I was a huge fan of his or whatever. Just, I enjoyed the stuff he was in, and then it's just like, it's just that's just tragic. Yeah. Dude. Um, but anyway, uh, oh, look, wow. Stephen Summers did the Huck Finn movie. But do you see, he also did the Jungle Book. Yeah. Do you see what that is playing um, Mowgli? Uh, no. Look I, harder. Uh, it's awfully blurry. <laughs> look harder. <laughs> you ready for this? Sure. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason Scott Lee from Dragon to Bruce Lee's story played Mowgli. <laughs> Holy shit. Is that Lena he- Yeah, Lena Headey. Oh, God. That's a spicy meatball right there. Oh, man. Well, and then there's Jason Fleming again. Yeah. Yeah. And that, is that John Cleese? Yeah, I think it is John, John Cleese. John Cleese, Sam Neill? Wow. I never watched this uh, Jungle Book remake. I always just watched the like Disney animated Jungle Book. But I actually liked the uh, the Disney version of Huck Finn. You know what, uh, Lena Headey, I love her. I mean, I mean, she's she's kind of awesome. She looks great, whatever. But I mean, Carrie Ellis. <laughs> yeah, if I ever had, if I ever had the chance to get it on with Lena Ellis, I would take some slow mo just to prolong that shit forever. <laughs> oh man. Um, so you've seen Dread, right? 
Uh, no, not yet. Oh, well, there's this drug called slow-mo, which is awesome. <laughs> um, um, uh, uh, Captain Aperture. Um, we oh, watched nice. it at his house. Um, nice. I've seen it again. So, yeah. G.I. Joe Retaliation. <laughs> yes. There's G.I. Joe movies. Ugh, the G.I. Joe movies. Yeah, I haven't watched any of those. No, I haven't. I don't want to watch those until I watch some of the classic cartoons. Uh, dude, you got to watch the G.I. Joe classic cartoons. Oh, right? I know. Yeah, they're they're timeless. And, like, they're super important to our culture. So I really want to watch them. So I told you about the Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, right? I feel like you did, but I'm kind of blanking on what it was. Crappy Movie February? Crappy Movie February. Okay, it's ringing a bell. All right, so... So me and a friend, uh, including uh, Stax, right, we used to, you know, get together and we would go to the Dollar Theater back when we saw the Dollar Theater here. And um, and one February, we went and we saw Punisher Warzone, The Mist, uh, Mummy, Tomb of the Dragon, Emperor, and The Spirit, right? Oh, yeah. So, and that was all in February and we dubbed it Crappy Movie February because <laughs> all those movies fucking sucked, right? They all sucked. <laughs> Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, right? We were supposed to go see it, and I picked it because Roger Ebert had given it a good review. And he said, you know, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, you know, is exactly what you expect it to be. You got a tomb, you got a dragon, you got an emperor, right? <laughs> and, and, what more could you want right. out of a movie? So we were, so we were going to go see it. We were all set to go see it. So let, let me explain. We were... Um, we, we had gone to see, I think, Punisher Warzone, right? And yeah. we watched it and it was like, oh my God, this movie is horrible. And Punisher Warzone is such a bad movie. I mean, ha- when you get to like the end of the movie with like the fights and everything, yeah. there is an entire like gang of people that disappears in their like whole like game of death. You've got to go through like the all the different gangs to get to the top kind of thing, right? right. There's one gang that completely disappears. And I'm like, wait, <laughs> the Punisher doesn't kill him. The mobs don't, doesn't kill him. Like, these guys were there. Did they just, like, back out? Nobody's, anyway, whatever. <laughs> it's a really bad movie, right? And we're just like, okay, what the hell? Um, and then we saw The Mist, which is also a bad movie, it's right? It's pretty bad, it yeah. It is bad. And some people love The Mist. I'm like... It's better than the book. <laughs> I like the book more. <sighs> but at the same time, when I... Okay, this is one thing I don't like. And I know a lot of this is human nature, right? But when you're in a, an environment like that, right? Yeah. And... So here's the, the crazy woman in town. Like, oh, she's crazy. She's crazy. Oh, don't let that all crazy. And then she starts spouting crazy shit. And you're like, maybe she's not crazy after all. <laughs> right? Okay. We're yeah. being punished by God. Right? And then and then she starts to like, we've got to sacrifice whatever her stupid shit is. Okay. But f- fuck that. I'm killing you. <laughs> I'm, I'm straight up killing you. Right. Oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking silverback, you know, like dominate this thing, you know. You know. <laughs> Just start, start thumping on your chest and yeah, and pounding the ground. Yeah, I am gonna assert dominance right now, and and then the the whole feud with like Thomas Jane's character. Here we go, Thomas Jane again, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and Andre Brower when he was like, yeah, why don't you show us this thing? Is like, no, I'm so mad at you for what you did to my fence or whatever the fuck it was. It's like you know. Yeah, it's like it's like I gave you I gave you blintzes to paint my fence. Those blintzes were lousy. Paint my fence. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't think we can ever go in anything without a Simpsons reference. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, and that whole thing was just kind of I'm like, oh come on, is everybody in this movie a fucking moron? Yes. Yeah. Because it's a Stephen King book. So right. And so. And I will say the the creatures were were pretty 
were uh, were pretty scary looking. Yeah, right? yeah, they were very Lovecraftian. But that then, scene with the bugs getting into the store. Oh, dude, when they went into the uh, into the pharmacy. Oh yeah, and the spiders. Fuck that. Yeah. All right. So, um, and I know this this is not a podcast about <laughs> about the mist, right? But we're here, so you know. We're gonna but deal it with is, it. It is a podcast about like monster chase movies, so there we it kind of works. And uh, just like, I, I apologize about my voice right now because I'm eating some peanuts. So <laughs> put those nuts in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Always do, <laughs> honey roast. I like them salty, <laughs> salty sweet. Um. So anyway, uh, I mean, okay, so, some weird shits happening, right? And like all of a sudden, everyone's like, "Well, maybe she's not crazy." No, fuck that. She's been crazy this whole time, right? <laughs> At no point during the time you've known her has she ever been lucid. Don't be like, oh, maybe she's not so crazy. Like, no, 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 no. Wait a minute. You mean God might be doing all this? That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, because, I mean, yeah, he's going to punch you. And wait, wait, wait. If you're God's chosen one, why are you not being spared? Should, shouldn't, like, somebody come in and be like, you, let me take you out. Fuck the rest of you. I mean... <laughs> Which I just have to say, if if an angel, not, I'm not trying to be blasphemous here, but if an angel was like, you are all being saved. You are the children of God. And he cares for you. The rest of you can all burn in fucking hell. I mean, <laughs> in that voice, oh, I'd be like, wow. <laughs> it's like, I, I would hope that like the angel would look like Keanu Reeves in that case. <laughs> it's like, it's like you got heavenly served. So, <laughs> but but anyway, um. I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. But all that. And then, of course, she's like, turns like, he is a non-believer. Like, what the fuck? Like, no, no, no. And then the icing on the cake, right? The icing on the cake is at the very end when he's the last person alive after everything else, right? Yep. And he steps out there and the monsters come and he's like, kill me, right? He doesn't say that, but he's like, kill me. And it's like, no, it's the military. It's the military. We've been saved. And then... There's the woman from the store who's like, "Won't any of you guys be a gentleman and walk a lady to her car?" There's fucking monsters out there. You can throw that chivalry shit in the trash, bitch. Right? We so- live- Sorry, Brenda. Most of us want to live here. Right? We live in Maine, not the South. It's like we're not chivalrous, right? And in the end, there she is looking down at him like, "You should have walked me to my car." I'm like, "Fuck you, bitch!" You know, I'm prepared to die. You want to bring it? Fucking bring it! You know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like that. That to me was like, "Oh come on, really, really? You gonna do this to me?" Yeah. Oh my that's... god. So so anyway, so that was the other movie from from Crappy Movie February, right? <laughs> then we watched The Spirit, in which case Stax tells me right at the end he's like, he's like at three different times in this movie. I was going to lean over to you and be like, look, this movie sucks. I got to go. <laughs> he, he, he stuck it out, right? But at the part when when they're fighting and like Samuel Jackson's character is like, toilets are always funny. Stax is just like, no. No, they're not. <laughs> so it came time to watch Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. We were all set to go, right? And it was kind of my pick. And I ended up being sick. And I couldn't go. They go and they see the movie and they're like, you motherfucker. How could you stick with this movie, right? And it wasn't my fault. And the thing is, right, when it, there's one point in it when they're getting helped out by these yetis, right? Okay. These yetis show up to help like Rick O'Connor and all of them, you know, fight off the bad guys. And they're fighting the um the undead like um 
like Japanese or Chinese um like terracotta warrior soldiers and the one yeti like kicks another one of the terracotta soldiers and there are these um these like gates or like posts around like the uh the the tomb or whatever that they're at yeah so I think they're in the Himalayas and one of them is shaped is like this like square Y shaped right. So it kind of looks like a field goal. Yeah. And he kicks the one guy and he goes flying between the two poles. <laughs> and the other Yeti lifts up his arms like, it's good. Oh, and because, <laughs> yeah, excuse me. Stax was like, he was like, wait, he's like, don't tell me. He's like, don't. He's like, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid you were going to say that like, the arms went up. Yes, they did. And on the Yeti. And, oh, man. Before football was ever a thing, right? And it was just like, Wow, and Stax was like, "No, he's like, how did you stick us with that movie?" And you and you stayed home. And like, I was sick, dude. It's not my fault. <laughs> so yeah, so crappy movie February, Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, and then um, when it was Stax's birthday, I bought him that for his birthday. <laughs> and like when he was opening up, he was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> and because it was a gift, he can never get rid of it. Of course, it always, yeah. it always has to be in his collection. So when somebody was looking at his DVD collection, which is very small because he doesn't buy movies the way I do, right, right? Right. So he's got like you know, he's got like Ben Hur, Raging Bull, um, what is that? Uh, Chinatown, Mummy Three, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I didn't buy him that. I bought him a copy of The Spirit because he loved The Spirit so much. I bought uh, our friend Scott. I bought him um, the. Uh, uh, Mummy, uh, Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, <laughs> and I bought Stax the the Spirit because he loved it oh, so much. Man. See, I still haven't seen the Spirit because because I've heard it was so bad. But it's like that's really disappointing to me because I freaking love the Spirit comics, the original Will Eisner ones that like he wrote and drew and all that, and did everything on. They those were freaking brilliant. If you haven't read those, I highly recommend them. So I will say this about the Spirit, right? Yeah, Frank Miller directing. And wrote the screenplay, so you would expect it to be pretty good. Yeah, that, that sounds good. It has um, it has a very attractive cast. Scarlett Johansson, um, uh, Ava Mendez, mm. this woman named uh, Paz. Shit, I can't remember. She named, she played, like, was it Plaster of Paris, whatever. It's got, like, a nice looking women in it. Scarlett Johansson looks really nice in it. Oh, yeah. Well, um, she looks nice in most of what she does. Frank Miller directing it like Sin City to where it was all green scaring backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was not good at all. That wasn't a good choice. There's one point where the the spirit right is walking around. Oh, and uh, Stana Stana Kadic, who um, was uh, was in um, the TV series Castle with Nathan Fillion. Okay. Um, so, anyway, at one point, the spirit is trying to find Ava Mendez's character, right? And all he has is a Xerox butt print <laughs> from where she was sending the Xerox. I don't even remember. I've seen it once, but I just remember that part. And he's taking it around, showing it to the doorman in these different hotels to see if he can, um, if they can find her. And only one doorman recognizes the butt print and tells him, like, who's, um, uh, yeah, like, yeah, I've seen her or whatever, right? So wow. I'm going to ask you, Akomi, what is so special about this doorman that he remembered her butt? Maybe he's just a butt man. Mm, well, it could be, but that, that'd be like, you know, 
they say 50 to 80% of, you know, men, right? And maybe women. Yeah. So it's considering how many didn't, what makes this guy so special? Uh, maybe he's got like photographic memory. Nope. I mean, it could be, but that's not, that's not, like, they don't say anything about that. You mean from like a story perspective? Like the character himself? The character himself. What what would differentiate him from the others? Right. That and to to where he would remember that butt as where the other ones wouldn't. This is gonna sound crazy, but is it because he's black? And this is gonna be the last episode of Sora Mom Singer Funny. <laughs> Coming up next, Sora Mom Singer Comey's racist. <laughs> <laughs> wow holy shit <laughs> I mean you, you seem to be asking some leading questions I don't know <laughs> that wasn't leading in that direction <laughs> holy shit I mean I know you had like a shaved head but I didn't think you were fucking racist Bane was it called you I thought about doing it in the Bane voice but, you, you should know. have at least I could then forgive you <laughs> Oh my god, I mean Wow. Sorry, I thought that's what you wanted me to say. <laughs> you thought you thought I wanted you to be racist. No, <laughs> I thought you wanted me to acknowledge that the movie was racist. <laughs> Do you give up? Yeah, I, I gave up a long time ago. <laughs> it's because the doorman is a little person. <laughs> Okay, so that's uh, okay. <laughs> and that's why he remembered her butt is because it was because at eye level. At eye level, yeah. Come so, on. So instead of being racist, the movie's making fun of little people. It's Which a, is in its own form of version of racist. It's small it's small person racism. <laughs> you can't be racist against small people. This isn't Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I look at butts and I know things. <laughs> So you would have been okay with me saying, is it because he was a midget? But it's not okay for me to go, was it because he's black? I mean, yes, I would have been okay with that. Because that would have been the right answer. <laughs> I mean, it, sound, it sounds like the filmmakers are bad people either way. <laughs> All right, so so let's, let's say let's say we were in school. It was like, unfortunately, Johnny, that's the wrong answer. Anyone else can tell me why, you know, why, like, you know, 25 times 3 is not 12, right? It's like... Why Johnny thinks that's 12? Is it because he's black? No, it's actually because he's illiterate and he, he can't count. That was the correct answer. But thank you for being racist. I appreciate that so much. I guess next you're going to say, why were there no black people on Baywatch? Baywatch because black people can't swim. Right? It's, like, it's like, we have way too many dead lifeguards. We need to stop hiring the black people. Either that or give them two flotation devices. Make them go out in like pairs when they go to rescue somebody. Wow. Oh my goodness. Our, our, our friendship has taken a, a turn. Oh. It wasn't me, it was the filmmakers. <laughs> I thought they were the ones profiling. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, yes, it is because it is because the doorman is a little person. And oh. so apparently he doesn't recognize faces, he only recognized asses. So good for him. Yeah. I'm happy for him. I guess asses and crotches too. <laughs> you know. 
I don't know. I mean, I have a friend who, when he he said when he was in high school, he could recognize chicks by their butts. Well, okay, that's different, though. <laughs> because I'm sure he spent a lot of time staring at their asses for some pretty decent reasons. <laughs> right? Being the fact that he probably liked asses. You know? Um, did he ever tell you it was because he liked asses? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a butt man. Oh, of course. I mean, because, you know, if you like big butts, then you can't lie. <laughs> really, you're just going to let that go? Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's about it. <laughs> well, I thought you were at least going to like, 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 we were going to do like a nice Humpty Dance thing like we did before in a podcast, but no, you're just like, <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, not getting that one again. <laughs> I don't want to be accused of being racist again. <laughs> it's not, like, not touching that one. Yeah, that line was saying the other brothers can't deny, so I don't want you to think, you know. <laughs> and I would just counter that with, you know, white boys got to shout, baby got back. But no, no, he's gonna, just going to, you know, you know, like a banana hammock and leave me hanging. Gotcha. Right on. <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's get back to Steven Summers and, uh, and <laughs> Deep Event Horizon. So, uh, so anyway, uh, so yeah, so he hasn't done anything in a while except for the odd, you know, the I don't think I think he just was like the producer of Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, hmm. and then he did Odd Thomas, and he hasn't really done anything since then, which is surprising. You think he has some other movies or whatever? Maybe he's just riding high off that uh, Mummy money, <laughs> that Mad Mummy money. Yeah, <laughs> which of course you know what that makes me think of, right? Uh, Teen Titans. Yes, Teen Titans go <laughs> <laughs> Mummy money. <laughs> Gotta go boat, gotta go car. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So um so yeah, so I like Deep Rising. Um so yeah, I didn't I didn't own it yet, so I am glad that I do have it on Blu-ray. Uh, I thought the Blu-ray transfer was really good too. Yeah. The yeah. sound the sound was good. Um so I was really happy with that. And uh I dig it. I'm glad you dug it too. Oh yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Uh so, uh, yeah, so that's Deep Rising, um, uh, our, our take on it. You know, let us know what you think, either of, uh, of our take, or if you're like, hey, that movie sucked ass, and you guys suck ass for liking it. <laughs> and, and I'm gonna, you know, I'm just like, hey, dude, again, it's a great monster chase movie. Oh, yeah. You know? And, uh, and that, that, and I don't mean to define it by, like, say, but like, well, I'm gonna, Say, you know, I really like it, but I'm going to say like, it's a good monster chase movie, so I don't seem like... No, I mean, again, it's not a great movie, but it is a great monster chase movie. When you go into a movie like that, it's like, you know, it's like when you go into like a Friday 13th movie and stuff, it's like, is this a, is this going to win any Academy Awards? No. no is geez. it really good? Like, we were talking about what's our favorite, like, Friday 13th movie? Jason X. Jason X. Jason X is the shit. Oh, yeah. Right? Because it's... it's it's just because it's just it's it's so bad it's bad right <laughs> <laughs> and, and it makes a it, it's got it's got certain scenes in it they're like you know what yeah i'm yeah. all about that I, I would venture to say you could say that about most of the friday the 13th movies but when it comes to jason x it is so bad it's beautiful yeah i uh, just it, it it's just a thing of beauty I, I think it's one of those i think it's one of those things where it's so bad that I mean, you can recognize someone of your ilk, right? <laughs> if you were if you were in like a, in like a room full of people and you were to just go, it's okay, he just wanted his machete back, right? 
everybody that laughs you're like those are my people my right <laughs> because they know you know and the other people are like what or whatever and it's like mm. it, it's a great way of like you know defining and differentiating you know who's like me and who's not yeah you know now, well, um, I don't know if I told you, I actually made friends with a cashier because of uh, my Jason Goes to Hell shirt. Really? Yeah, which, I mean, um, you know, the the shirts that we got from the uh, Sacred Mountain people at yeah. Supercon. Yeah, um, we, we bought boxes of shirts, and all the shirts are like based off of movie posters from really obscure films. Or I, I don't know if obscure is really the right word, but like lesser known they're, films. They're B-movies and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we got the... Like, uh, it wasn't it wasn't Goonies? It wasn't grit. Was it um, Critters? Critters, yeah. Critters, um, like Revenge uh, of the Ninja. Revenge of the Ninja, yeah. I wear that one all the time. Phantasm Two. Uh, yep. Uh, Nightbreed. Oh yeah, Nightbreed. Um, Demons. Yep. And uh, and of course, Jason Goes to Hell. So yeah, I was wearing my Jason Goes to Hell shirt one night, and my cashier at the grocery store was like, "Oh my god, that's the best one. I love that one." And I'm just <laughs> like. Well, I mean, I kind of, kind of prefer Jason X, but yeah, it's it's a hell of a movie. <laughs> and uh, was it was it Ho- no, it was Holy Mountain because uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's named after the uh, Yodorowsky yeah, Holy Mountain. Right. Uh, Holy Mountain had great T-shirts, and we Supercon, and we got it was a it was a mystery pack. Yeah, was it was it? It's like it wasn't. Forty dollars. We were we paid like twenty five. It was uh, six dollars a shirt, so it was like five shirts for thirty dollars. I think. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, it was really cool. <clears throat> they they were really good to us because oh, yeah. we, so we were like sitting, we were like, you want to just just try a box, and we're like, <laughs> okay, sure. So we, we we both got one. We take it back to the table. We open it up, and it's like, all right, I got a cool shirt here, and yeah, I don't really care for this one. Oh, dude, I would have paid full price for this. I'm so then I got another one. Oh yes, and we sat there for what maybe two minutes. We're like, you want to go try another box? Yeah. We're like, yeah, let's go try another box. <laughs> So we go back and we get another box and we're like, hey, so since you guys are exhibitors here, um, if you, uh, it's like, if you guys get any duplicates, right, um, just bring them back and we'll swap them out for one that you don't have, you know, not something we do for everybody, but since you guys are, you know, exhibitors here and you've got a booth and so, so we go back and we open it up, we get a couple of duplicates. I trade with a Comey, one that I have that he doesn't have and, and likewise. Yep. And when it was done, we both had a shirt that we, that we didn't have. Right. Yeah. And uh, and so we take them back, and uh, unfortunately, I end up getting the shirt that you wanted. But I I had to jump on that. <laughs> that's uh, that's totally cool because yes. I I totally understand. I don't even remember what shirt it was now. But. It was uh, it's a lone wolf and cub t shirt. Oh yeah. Um, but it's the uh samurai, shit. It's the one that they talk about in Kill Bill Two when um when BB wants to watch a movie and she's like. Can we watch uh, shit Samurai, whatever it is? And he's like, no, that's too long. And yeah, and she's like, no, it's not. Was it Samurai Revenge? No, it's like no. I was thinking Revenge of the Ninja. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, anyway, and they watched that, and so they that was one of the ones. They only had one of it because they went through all the other like grab uh, mystery boxes. Oh yeah, whatever. they went through every box for me. They were so nice about it. Yeah, and they had that one. As soon as I saw it, I was like, I, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the one from Kill Bill. I was like, let, and it was like one custard pie. Let me have it. So so I jumped right on that one, and then uh, what was the other one you got? It was um, jeez, I don't even remember. And these mystery boxes were were from, um, that, that was the Nightbreed one that I got then. Okay, yeah. 
and these mystery boxes were the uh, ones that were out of that they were no longer doing. So it was like they're like they were no longer making any more of those. They were from like previous years. Yeah, and yeah. so they were you know, kind of blowing those out. And they had some really cool ones for uh, that new ones they made that year. Um, I think they had a bunch of Godzilla ones, like Japanese yeah. version of Godzilla's and stuff. Yeah, they were, they've really been getting into that because they got that oh. coffee mug that had Godzilla on it too. And didn't they have a uh, a Japanese Evil Dead two shirt? Uh, they did, yeah. Yeah. And we were both like, oh, I want it. And we were both like, we're really out of budget. Yeah, now. yeah. So. <laughs> um, completely broken. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Supercon this year. Oh, yeah. And if we can get uh, get the uh, Richmond Supercon, that'd be really nice, too. Oh, yeah. So, do su- two Supercons. Um, but anyway, so, uh, but yeah, yeah, so. Uh, um, yeah, uh, anyway. So, yeah, I... You, you say movies like that really kind of help, you know, help you find, especially when we're talking about like an environment they were in where we're talking about pop culture, you know, comics, movies, this and that, and that kind of stuff. You know, not everybody in there is you, you know, yeah, yeah. And, but, and you have to kind of find those people that are a little bit more like you than everyone else there. Yeah. And then, you know, something like Jason X helps to define that. Be like, yep. You know, that's it. It's like... Oh, yeah. And uh, Jason X helps define that a little more acutely than something like, say, Scott Pilgrim would. Because I think Scott Pilgrim kind of has a universal appeal to yeah. it. Where, like, you know, shit, there's going to be a lot of people who I can, you know, make Scott Pilgrim references with who are also going to be, like, furries on DeviantArt. <laughs> it's like, yeah, so what point in this conversation did you realize that our talk was going to suck? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty early on? Yeah, me too. Okay. Yeah, so you you have to you have to find those those certain ones that you know that really kind of help pinpoint that's you know like you, you're you're waving your 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 likability like <laughs> me, metal detector around like yes yeah it, it's the more niche stuff for sure it's like yeah well everybody likes One Punch Man but yeah. how, how about Freddy versus Jason huh yeah <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so I love the movie. If you guys haven't seen it, give it a watch. Absolutely, Deep Rising is uh, it's it's so much fun to watch. It really is. Yeah, it, it's definitely a good like late night popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah. And you know, it's it's not something that's like gonna challenge you or like make you rethink your life, like Fight Club. It's just a it's just a fun, mindless movie. And, you know, I think one of the interesting things about it is, with the exception of the couple of different lines I said, which aren't really one-liners, they're more of just, like, you know, like, parts that are really interesting. Yeah. It doesn't have any one-liners in it. Yeah, it really doesn't. So, it, it's, it's just kind of, it stands up as memorable on its own merit. Yeah. Um, there There is that speech that Finnegan gives about the guy that uh, um, puts the fish in the, uh, in the bottle and corks it and then tosses it to the baby squid. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was really interesting. So the the characters, and we're running kind of late on this cast here, but the characters locked themselves in the kitchen. Someone was saying, we need to stay here until, like, help arrives or whatever. And everyone's like, we need to get out of here. It's like, no, we've got food here. we got this and that. And Finnegan, again, just being completely calm through the whole thing. And he just says, I know a guy once, uh, or I saw a guy once, took a fish, and or I think it was a fish or whatever, and he put it in a bottle and then corked it tight. And he tossed it to a baby squid. And he's like, and the squid felt all over that that bottle. Um, and he just felt around it and everything. And then with a couple minutes, now he had, he had the cork out of it, but he had like he had, you know, gotten into like he got his whole body into the bottle. Like, what's your point there? 
and I think I think it's Famke Jansen's character Trillion, and she goes, "We're the bottle." Yeah, and it's like, and as they're talking, um, there's because they're in the kitchen, and uh, there's this stove, the uh, the vent over the stove, and they all start looking at uh, the one guy's at Jason Fleming's character, and he's like, "What? What?" And his tentacles come down through the vent in the stove, and. Uh, and so that it, 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 again, that's not that's not a one liner. It's not something you just toss out there to somebody. Yeah. Um. So it's got no one. It doesn't have any one lines. It stands up on its own merit of just like memorable scenes and stuff like that. I mean, you can't even say like a Joey, you asshole. It's like it, right. it, 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 it was like that doesn't just differentiate. You know, you asshole. This is derising. Like, yeah. No, this guy's just really an asshole. Yeah, it just, it just <laughs> makes you seem like you hate the person. <laughs> so, it just kind of stands up on its own merit. And uh, and by the way. If you guys have never seen footage of a squid like getting into a bottle, I saw a video once. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube of where these sailors have pulled this squid aboard a ship. Yeah. And on the side of the ship was like, you know, they've got like the, I'm sure they have actual technical names, but you just had like the little like um, hole um, in the the, the rail yeah, uh, where the deck. So when water washes over, it can go back out. And this squid's a decent size, and this hole is really small. And if you watch, it just slowly just pushes its body oh, yeah. through that tiny hole. And it is it is probably one of the most disgusting things you've ever seen. It's very creepy. Because, you know, they don't have any, any bones. They're an invertebrate. But they're just squishing themselves through this thing, and it's 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 like it's like if you were to somehow get a human being into a tube of toothpaste and then just slowly <laughs> squeeze them out, and it's just like oh yeah it completely natural but it's like oh oh it, it's it's disturbing to watch very and imagining one of them somehow squeezing its way into a bottle um so but anyways yeah so deep rising i i say check it out i'm not gonna tell you you need to rush out and buy it <laughs> um but i think that once you watch it you know, if you're like us, like you enjoy like these kind of movies and, and this kind of stuff. Hopefully you do if you listen to our podcast. You'll want to buy it after, you know. You may not want to pay the same price I paid for mine, but I think you I think you will be like, hey, when this gets to a decent enough price, I will toss that in my collection. Oh, totally. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, yep. So that's uh, that is another episode of Our Moms Think We're Funny. Yep. So thanks, everybody, for giving us a listen. Be sure to check in later. We've still got some pretty interesting topics we're going to be covering. Uh, I've, I've learned about some interesting things in the history of the internet that I'm looking forward to getting into. Excellent. Uh, we still have to finish uh, our overview on the life of uh, Christian Weston Chandler, things like that. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're definitely not running dry on topics at all yet, so... And for the next month, uh, if you do contribute to our Patreon page, that money is going to go to the NAACP for a Comey's racist rant to make up for that as a donation. <laughs> racist rant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, bye everybody. <laughs> Y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> We don't like you kind around these parts. <laughs> well, I hope you're prepared to burn the sheets. <laughs> I wouldn't go that way if I was you. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> uh.
right there, folks. That was Our Moms Think We're Funny. Let's, uh, let's give them a hand.